Hello, and you're listening to Podcast 73 from Downtime Podcast. Can I do that again, Elisa? <laughs> no. Please. No. Hello, you're listening to the 73rd episode of Downtime Podcast with Jeremy and Elisa. Hi, Elisa. No. Please. Just take the one before <laughs> it. Don't add the first one in, okay? Don't add. I already okay. know you're going to edit it in. I already know you are. <laughs> I have a feeling that's what you're going to do. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, so tomorrow it's expected to be the first rain of the Bay Area in eight months or so. Yeah, that's right. Eight months might be an exaggeration, but it's been a while, guys. It's it feels been like it's been a while. Months. Yeah, it feels like it's been eight months. So we're all expecting and awaiting for that to happen. And after the first rain happens. It's going to be sunny again. It's going to be, I think, 80 degrees this week for the rest of the week after that. Help us all. <laughs> I know. Which, uh, I mean, I don't Are you aware of Fleet Week is this weekend? Yep. It's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. For our for people who don't know about it, it's basically a time in like the San Francisco and Oakland area where a bunch of um, f- uh, fleet ships and uh, Navy planes... And Air Force planes, they just fly over San Francisco and they park their boats. And it's just kind of uh, like a showcase. It's like, yeah, it's like a giant airplane show. If you like airplanes, yeah. then this is the thing for you. Yeah. Um, the And bo- there's going to be hella traffic, so beware. Oh, yes. I'm not looking forward to going out this weekend, but. Uh, yep. Um, do you got, do you know about the Blue Angels? I do. So for those that don't know, the Blue Angels are a Navy group yeah. of uh, uh, pilots that fly these blue and yellow planes that fly yeah. around the city and they do like yes. crazy stunts and tricks and they like, they, before my dad told me that because he used to work in downtown in the eighties, they would fly really close to the buildings so close yes, that the, the windows would shake. They did that before, but ever since 9-11, they don't do that anymore. I think even though they don't fly as close anymore, it's still pretty as close as you can fucking get. It's yeah. still pretty damn close. Like, they don't need I a remember, permit to do that because they're the military. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was this one time I went into San Francisco accidentally on Fleet Week. What does that mean, accidentally? Like, you just you it didn't mean- know it was Fleet Week and you just, like, went into I- the city? Yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm not from San Francisco. Right, and, right, right. And so we just, like, me and my friends just went in, and all of a sudden, BART was really crowded, all these different things, and planes were flying everywhere, and I, it was so much confuse, confusion until we realized, oh, it's Fleet Week. God damn it. It's Fleet Week. Like, oh, man, Fleet Week is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, another side note that's so random. If you're planning to fly a drone in the city, uh, you probably can't do it this week because Fleet Week. You know that people <laughs> are going to try, though. Like, I'm oh, yeah. curious if what's going to happen. You will be, like, arrested. You'll be fined. Everything. Yes. So, you know, just don't fly a drone in the city during this time. That's it. <laughs> yeah. The end. The yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but uh, how's how's your week going? How's your week going so far? Um, it's going pretty okay. Um, the only game I really have to talk about is uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2. I'm on chapter 10 now. Oh, wow. And I'm just trying to make my headway so that I can play Valkyria Chronicles, which is just on my desk. I'm looking at it right now. It's just on my desk. Okay, nice. Very nice. Yep. I got Valkyria Chronicles 4 pre-ordered. It's just here, but... I, I can't play it yet because I got to finish Kiwami too. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like a chore, but it's a lot of fun. I'm also playing Kiwami too. I still have yet to play Shenmue. And uh, next week is when Super Mario Party comes out for the Switch. And I'm really looking hey. forward to that. I pre-ordered it. I'm going all digital for those that have been listening for a long time or who are new to the, to the podcast. My Switch games are all digital. I'm going the Steam route for the Switch Everything's going to be internal inside the Switch. Um, hey. So if you have any recommendations for Switch games, let me know, aside from the big A, AAA titles that came out. Um, and also, I, a. A, I also have a. not subscribed to Nintendo Switch Online, if anyone's curious, um, simply because I just don't really find any value to playing any of the NES games since I pretty much own all the ones that I want to play on the actual NES system although it doesn't work <laughs> on my TV I, I mean this is, it's kind of redundant and um, yeah I mean I I just don't really see any value right now for subscribing to Nintendo Switch online I think in the future yeah. when they have more attractive things for me to 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 do on the on the service itself, I'll look into it. But my brother said he's gonna probably gonna get a switch next year when Animal Crossing for the Switch comes out. So when that happens, uh, I think he and I will kind of evaluate if we want to move forward with purchasing the service and doing that, doing it that way. Because a lot of the things that you need to play online with are under the Nintendo Switch Online service. So it's kind of difficult for those that just bought a Switch and want to play Mario Kart Online, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So right, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But definitely looking forward to Mario Party next or this week. Technically, it's this week. Yeah, it's, it comes out on the fifth. So I already have plans to have a, a super drunky O party. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Hey, Mario Party drinking games are always fun. <laughs> responsibly, drink responsibly, people. Unless you're in a controlled environment amongst really close friends, then you could do whatever the hell you want. Just saying, okay? Not trying to promote anything, but I'm just saying. Jeremy's clearly trying to promote something. Nope. I'm trying to promote um, uh, friendship, uh, wellness, good health, all that stuff. Do you believe me? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I think. Yeah, yeah we'll go with yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're both playing Kiwami 2. You're pretty far ahead, but usually in the past we've kind of been t- like neck and neck when it comes to finishing up Yakuza Kiwami 2. But you know, th- last year in all the Kiwami games, you were ahead of me until one day I like completely like like you were ahead of me by like seven chapters each time oh. until <laughs> until like suddenly I caught up. <laughs> yep, and I was like, wow, that's so fast. I know. But, uh, All I'll say, uh, a few comments I have are, sure. okay, so I full-heartedly 100% believe that this game has the best sub-stories so far in all the Yakuza games I've played. You know, I agree with you. I agree with you because yeah. these are just so ridiculous and over the top. They're, they're it, the, 
it's the dumbest shit I've ever experienced it's, in a Yakuza game. And, and I've experienced dumb shit in this game. No, totally. And it's exactly what you expect from a Yakuza game, but more. Like, a lot more. Yeah, on steroids. <laughs> like, one of those guys literally looks like he's on steroids. Uh, what's his name? Poison Mitsuo? Oh! <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he definitely looks like he's on steroids. And I'm like, ooh, okay. You're weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was an amazing sub story, by the way, <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, play Yakuza Kiwami 2, go to Sultan Bori bridge, and then you'll find out what we're talking about. I know I actually took a break from the storyline and I'm back in Sultan Bori so I can do more, uh, damage to the, uh, cabaret game. So I want to circle back to the fact that I'm so behind and tie that in with the cabaret club game. And here's why. Did you finish it? No, I didn't. I didn't yet. I'm re- so the reason that you're so far ahead and that I'm so behind is that I've been doing two things. One, I've been trying to buff Kiryu up because I want him to be max level everything before I continue in the story so that I can mm-hmm. just beat all the bosses, beat all the like all the, the all the henchmen really quickly. And I You I've, know, I- that's that's a fair point. I had to go through this uh, warehouse recently. And there was sort of this, um, not a ninja type person, but there was just this really acrobatic guy and he was such a pain in the ass to fight. So that's fair. Yeah. So I'm kind of preparing for the future. I'm uh, trying to just buff Kiryu up so that he can withstand a lot of damage and take a lot of stuff that's coming at him. And the reason I did that is because I was doing the sub story in Komurocho when you go into the champion district and then the old man is there and he's teaching you how to do different moves. Oh, Uh, Komaku? Yeah. 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 That's his name. Yeah. Komaku. Something with a K. I don't know. Yeah. But I I went to all his lessons and at the very final lesson, he beats the shit out of you and I lost hardcore. Like he, like he just, he was relentless. I was like, oh my god, I need to step my game up. So I was like, okay, how do I how do I step my game up and how do I get more EXP? And I was reading some forums online and people were like, well, you need to eat, just like in Yakuza 6. And I was like, yeah, that's right. So I looked up like different food combos you could do. And so I did Oh, I get the most stat buffs from eating for sure. Yes, and that's the that's the best way to grind EXP mm-hmm. is if you just eat at restaurants. But certain yeah. restaurants will give you certain EXP for different colors and so on and so forth. So I was like, how can I get the most out of the food? So I was going around different restaurants in uh, Kamurocho and I was looking up guides about Kamurocho. And then people were like, oh, go to Sotenbori. It has the best places to eat, which is true. And I was like, damn, I can't go to Sotenbori because I'm at this point at this point in the story. So I went to the taxi to go to, to a different part of the map in Kamurocho. And the first thing it says is taxi to Sotenbori. I was like, holy shit. I can go to Sultanbori yeah! whenever I want. And that and then that, that's when a light bulb came off in my mind. I was like, there's nothing going on in Sultanbori for the story right now. I'm just gonna train like hell in Sultanbori to beat up that old man. So what I did was I went I sold all my plates that I got, the platinum plates, the gold plates, the silver plates, the bronze plates. I went to the to the uh, the pawn shop, I sold them all. I went to different restaurants, I looked up the guides online, I got I ate it I ate like hell, I got EXP. I spent the EXP getting more of like the hunger meter larger to like to 200. I uh, I did everything I could to um, get more points, but I ran out of money and I was like, shit, how am I going to get more money? <laughs> Lo and behold, 
the cabaret game is right there. And I was like, oh my God, cabaret game for life. So I've been playing the cabaret, cabaret game. Cabaret game for life. I've been playing the cabaret game like crazy because one, I'm addicted to it. And two, you get so many stacks from playing that game. You get fat sacks from playing that cabaret game. And yeah. those fat stacks contribute to my fat stomach so I can eat more and get more XP. That so, is fair. So I spent an hour and a half getting money from the cabaret game, going around Sultan Bori, getting different uh, food and like different food combos to eat, then going back to Komurocho, and I beat the shit out of that old man. <laughs> hey! And I was like, ah oh, man, I did it. And like, I was so buffed at, the, at that point, I was like, okay, I can continue with the story a little bit. So I went on with the story. And so that's why I'm still um, holding back in the game, is because <laughs> right now I'm literally still trying to buff Kiryu up to the max because i got yeah at the point at this point now i'm like you know what i'm almost there i'm just gonna keep going so i'm just literally trying to buff so you're like a grade now i'm b grade uh, like high b grade like like b plus i'm almost a but i need to i need to break one more threshold in his uh skill point system like like, to like make his health go higher make the the spirit go higher so yeah for sure yeah, so I'm I'm uh, slowly making Kiryu stronger so that um I can go into the tournament underneath Komurocho Hills and like yeah. beat the shit out of people and win all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So we're oh oh go ahead. Oh, are you done though? Oh yeah, um I'm, I'm done. And you're gonna ask where I where am I in the story of chapter five exactly? Oh no, I was gonna talk about what I'm doing in Yakuza right now. Oh yeah, no, I wanted to make one more comment real quick. Yeah. <laughs> So a part of me was like, where's the porn in this game? Because every Yakuza game has, you know, <laughs> porn. So wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me finish my story. So I'm walking around to Kamurocho, upper right-hand corner. Like I'm, tr- I'm going to Purgatory and I'm like, okay. and I'm like, okay. Um, I, I look, I've scoured this whole game. I can't find any porn except for when you go to the porn shops, you can like watch the DVDs, but it's not really porn. It's just Kiryu looking at a TV. But I, in my mind, I'm like, I need to find the porn. Just, I'm really curious, you know, Elisa, okay? Uh-huh. So then I, I go to this guy who's standing near Purgatory, and he's like, oh, hi. Do you want to involve yourself in a photo shoot? I'm like, And be in a photo shoot, right? Yeah, and I was like, okay. And then he's like, okay, follow me. And then there's like some girl, like it goes to black, and some girl's talking to you, and the kid's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, this is not the porn. And the guy's like, thanks for coming. I'm like, what the hell? So then I go back in. I'm like, let me see this game. And I go to the map, and it says Graveur Studio. And I'm like, I think I found it. So then I went into the front counter. I, I talked to the guy again, and I'm like, And then when you I, talk to him, it'll actually reveal like the girls that you can talk to. Yep. And I'm like, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> I found the porn game. So guess what I'm gonna play later? Not the porn game. Yeah, the Cavakura game. The ca- the cabaret yeah. game. <laughs> uh, maybe. The so I. I followed that same guy because I thought it was a sub story because I at there was a point where I was like, oh, it would be hilarious if like half of the sub stories have to do with Kiryu being a photographer and then getting himself in like the dumbest shit, just like the model one. Oh, yeah. No, totally. And then it turns <laughs> out it was all a lie. So <laughs> you're like, damn, <laughs> I, I know. I tried it, actually, because I was curious. Yeah. It was hilarious to me how it was a sentence structure game. I'm like, nah, one of these. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, knew, like, I knew it was going to be one of those games. I was like, oh my god, you just have to put the sentences together? <laughs> it's like basic English. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, but it's, I mean, it's entertaining for me at least. I don't know. I can't speak for you, but I just thought it was really funny. And I mean, it was unlike the, I like the, um, uh, the the game from Yakuza Six more at at the at the internet cafes because it kind of made bro they type. stripped more in the Yakuza Six one yeah and I was like oh damn <laughs> but this one <laughs> but this one they they don't strip as much and you don't really oh this press one was very tame I was actually very shocked I know I'm like man <laughs> why is this game rated M for mature then <laughs> oh my god <laughs> needless to say I was not excited at all. You were not pleased. I was not pleased. My so, God. I'm waiting for that new Yakuza game. Come on, studio. Come oh. on, Sega Studio. Give oh, me more. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, the next Yakuza game's in Okinawa, so whatever's there. Uh, The Sunshine Orphanage. Oh, my God. What? It's true. It is true. Wait, is it really set in Okinawa? I'm pretty sure that the third one's in Okinawa. Oh, like, I, thought you, I, I thought you were talking about like seven. I was thinking about the the seventh game. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the third, like a, a like a, a Kiwami three. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's uh yeah it's it's been a fun game so far. Hopefully, I'll have an up, an, uh, an update next time we have this podcast because I want to get further in the game. But Alisa, yeah. where are you in Yakuza Kiwami two right now? So t- so actually a couple of three so three major plot points so. First of all, um, I played the very first chapter of the Majima storyline. What chapter does that start? Ga- um, I want to say you have to finish chapter six, and the first chapter will unlock. Oh, okay. Something like that. And it's interesting because it gives a lot of context to the current state of the Tojo clan, and it cool. gives context to the beginning of Kiwami 2. So I thought that was very interesting. Huh. Um, and then a second plot point is you find out more information about one of the detectives. And if you're playing this, then you know. And if you're not playing this, then you know that, at least from the previous podcast, there are like four detectives in Kiwami 2 that you need to keep yeah. track of. So you find out more backstory about one of them. And I'm kind of surprised that that was the backstory. Like, I was not expecting that backstory at all. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And I would say that it was actually much more, like, pleasant than I was expecting. So, that that totally happened. And then three, there is a major plot twist that... the Basically, I think, the plot twist of Kiwami 2. And it actually gives context to Yakuza 6 a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, wow. I did not expect this to go in this direction at all. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Aside from that, sub stories are great. Um, I helped someone change their underwear after they shit their pants. Oh, I did. That was like the first one I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, yeah, good times. Oh, and then I helped. I gave her. I found the dog that Haruka had in Kiwami one and I gave it to one of the orphanage uh, managers. Oh, yeah. Keeper company. I like how that guy's like, you call that guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, long time no see. Q's like, hey, can I take your dog from you? And he's like, <laughs> um, 
but I like this dog. You know, like he kind of hesitated on the phone. <laughs> and I think he was like, but the kids, the kids need it. And the guy's like, all right, I'll give it up for you. But in real life, like, would you give up your dog? Like, oh, hell no. I'm being like, carry I know, right? Leave me alone. Like, what do I owe you, dude? Like, get a new dog. Pretend it's the other one. Like, like, I but don't it's know. the dog. I don't. Yeah, but you know, we'll... here you saved a guy from saved that guy from a rock. So and and that guy owes Kiryu a dog. Okay, okay. <laughs> Here's the logic there. Hey, you saved me. You can have my dog. Hey. Give my dog to the kids. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I thought I thought that part was really funny. That that guy was just so. E- like the guy was so easy to give up his dog. I was like, my God, you've been with this dog for like a year, and you're just gonna give it up. I'm like, all right, that's it reminds cool. me of like reminds me of Todd from BoJack Horseman. If you're watching that show, I, I wish I was. Damn, basically <laughs> that guy was like Todd from BoJack. So oh, okay, yeah, it's all you need to know. Okay, I'll keep that in mind when I watch BoJack Horseman. Yes, and that's basically. Um, all that I have to talk about, so I'm hoping to finish Kiwami 2 and start um, Valkyria Chronicles 4 by the time we record the next podcast. Yeah, and I'm definitely not going to finish Kiwami 2 next time we record, but I will try to finish it by the middle of this month, and I want to start Shenmue 1 and 2. In terms of news, um, we can just go through the uh, this quick list. There's actually quite a few interesting things that happened. So sure, sure. So one, um, <laughs> PS4 now allows crossplay of Fortnite. Yep, yep. And that was kind of crazy that that happened. I know. And that's I don't insane. know. I don't know how it happened because Sony is like a very like stick like very set in stone company. So the fact that they had this happen. It's kind of um, it's impressive. It's very impressive to me. Yeah, I mean that's I'm I'm proud of Sony for doing that. Yeah, like it shows that they're actually listening too. But it took it took so long. <laughs> I know. Basically, that's the only part that bugged me. It's like, why did you guys take so long? If it was a simple flip of the switch, why did they do that? Who knows, man? Who knows? Ugh, whatever. But, <laughs> but the fact that they actually did it is is nice. And is it in effect now? And surprising, it's in a it's in a beta form right now, and then I think it's gonna roll out. But I haven't checked the news since I read it, so it might even be in its full form right now. I don't know. But the last time I read it was in beta form. Okay. Okay. Yeah. On the PlayStation news train, there's not gonna be a PSX this year because of paraphrased, we don't have enough content to show for a PSX this year. Oh. Wow, which is they... <laughs> just kind of like, oh, I guess The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima aren't that important, huh? Is it because they showed everything already? Um, th- I don't even think they were that. Like the thing about The Last of Us was it had a trailer, but I don't think it was really playable at E3. Oh, okay. And neither go and neither Ghost of Tsushima, which both of those games come out of summer two thousand nineteen. Yeah, that's true. So, being shafted by Sony. But the oh. rumor, the rumor though is they that they are not having it because they want to focus production for the PlayStation 5. So, take that as you will. So, whatever that means. 
It's been how long since the PlayStation 4 came out? I think PlayStation 4 came out in 2013 or 14. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So it'll it'll have been a while. Yes. So yes. Let's say 13 because I think I got mine in December 2013. So That's like 6 years ago and usually um consoles last like six or seven years right yeah so i wonder i wonder exactly how um the playstation 5 will be announced and be will be released and all that stuff i don't think the playstation 5 is going to be announced until 2020 Hmm. Makes sense. i don't think it's gonna be i mean like i think that the rumors are gonna be out and they might show a picture <laughs> In 2019, like, like this but I is don't. It. <laughs> this is like, look at this silhouette. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's actually gonna come out until like 2021, though. Uh Yeah, I, I. I mean, I feel like the. Um, what's it called? I feel like the PS4 is already kind of at a peak gaming point because it's already like oh, a it house. Is- it's it already a household, household name. name. Yeah, and there's already like a lot of games for it, all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, maybe Sony does feel like it's time for that. I mean, like, I feel like the only thing that they could add on is, you know, better memory, a better graphics card, and maybe more VR compatible, but I that's that's about it, right? Yeah, that's that's actually, like, I think I talked about this before, but that's actually the reason why I don't think it's going to come out anytime soon simply because i just don't know what like at this point what's even going to be next i just feel like they're waiting for vr to become more commercially acceptable or like not acceptable commercially affordable let's put it that way and like yeah for sure for vr to be more of a mainstay in gaming because right yeah. now people kind of just see it definitely as a gaming tool but also more of a uh expensive gaming tool yeah yeah and it's definitely because of the hardware so totally. this most recent um, augmented world expo, they actually announced a chip called the Snapdragon by Qualcomm. And oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it's a chip specifically for AR and VR purposes that is meant to be cheaper and use less power and it's lightweight. So oh, cool. it's kind of like part of like part of the like adoption of that industry is also the materials and resources for it becoming more accessible. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. So now that there's more resources and materials, definitely gives more leeway for things like PlayStation and like HoloLens and, you know, Oculus to work on their next version, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see where that goes from there. I mean... I just yeah. I, I just feel like they're at a point now where like they just need to keep producing more and more things to make um VR more socially acceptable in a gaming space and more affordable. Yeah. For but sure. That's all I have to say. Yeah, definitely. Cuz definitely it's not it's not affordable right now. It's not cheap. Totally. totally. Um the last piece of news I have is that a new gameplay trailer was released for Red Dead Redemption 2 that actually shows a lot of 
what you should expect with the gameplay, which to be honest is what I expected out of the gameplay. <laughs> um, yeah. I, to be honest, it kind of looks exactly the same in terms of how you play and what's featured, which is inherently not a bad thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if the formula works, it works. It's, and, and also, it's like, it's kind of what you expect out of Rockstar. It's the same exact formula for Grand Theft Auto and all their other games. It's mm. just, it was just really like, wow. It's like I was just watching a, the original Red Dead with better graphics and in the snow <laughs> and silhouettes, more silhouettes. Yeah. Is what yeah, I yeah, yeah. is what I got out of that trailer. It was really beautiful. Oh yeah. Definitely the biggest thing I see about Red Dead is the improvement in the graphics and it it is a vast improvement from Grand Theft Auto 5. These graphics can compete now with like a lot of like other studios such as Naughty Dog and whatnot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Which is probably what they were going for. Did you see the first person trailer? Yes, I did. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I have expected it, but I also forgot that first person was a thing in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, and then when I saw that, of course, the same kind of the similar engine came out for Red Dead Redemption 2 and there's a first person mode. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to be a cowboy in first person. I know. It's going to be fun. Riding through the wind in first person. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I wonder if they're going to do a zombie-related Halloween-themed. I'm sure they're going to have, like, events on Halloween for online players or something. All right. On to questions. We got one. I know. Um, funny because like on the discord, we like, we announced hella late that we were recording like five minutes before we started recording, but I get, but I guess it's, it's the morning currently, or like, at least like, I don't know what time it is in, in Switzerland, but hooded dude was able to come through with a comment. Is it Sweden or Switzerland? Sweden. Oh man. (laughs) Sorry, hooded dude. I don't want to mess it up. It's one of those two, and I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. I'm going to say Switzerland and cross my fingers. I'm going to say Sweden. Okay. Well, we're going to find out in the next episode. (laughs) He's going to correct us. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. He's like our number one fan, and we're like not doing him justice, Elisa. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm like um, doubting myself. Anyways, read the ahead, question. Go, no, you read the question. <laughs> you read it. <laughs> okay. What is the meaning of life? Hoda dude, man, that's deep. That's deep, bro. That's a d- it's a deep ass question. <laughs> Damn, man. How how are you gonna do me like that right now? <laughs> uh, forty two. That's my answer. So I I know that the reference is hitchhikers. So why is the answer 42? I honestly... Like, what is the context of that? It in was... Terms of- oh, my God. It was something... One of the characters asked, what is the meaning of life? And then someone responded 42. And I don't even remember why. <laughs> I just remember okay. that was a thing. Because I read the book so long ago. And I watched the movie so long ago. And I forget. Okay. Sorry. That, that doesn't really help. But what is your answer? 
Um, hmm. Do I, I, what mood do I want to create for such a question like this? Um, you know what? I will answer this seriously. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that the meaning of life is, um, not just happiness, actually. I think that the meaning of life is all the emotions, kind of similar to the movie Inside Out, where to go through the ups and downs of someone's lifetime, there's a lot of relationships to experience with people whether it's family and friends and different emotions and the different emotions that you have um make what you have in front of you more appreciative and um grateful so i think the meaning of life is everything and that's my final answer give me give me a joke answer Give you a joke answer? Because now I want to I want to answer seriously because I feel somewhat you, pressured. You can answer you you can answer <laughs> oh whatever you want, Jeremy. But I want to hear I want to hear a joke answer from you. <laughs> oh my god, um, okay. So, um, I went to a college in, um kind of northern california and the name of the college um or not uh, not the name of the college but the county that it was located in is actually called yolo county yep and um in 2012 there was a song called uh there was a song that was um i already forgot the motto it's called the motto and it was it was a weird song because, for one, this artist um, is from Canada and created a song that had such a... It was very hyphy-driven, and hyphy-driven is kind of... It's like a type of rap that comes out of the Bay Area in California. Yeah. And it somewhat captured this mood of what it's like to be in the Bay from someone from Toronto, which is odd. <laughs> And one of the sayings that he says in that song, one of the lyrics is, you only live once YOLO. And that basically defined my life and my like college career, like basically everything in that moment because that goddamn song came out when I was in college. Wow, that was a lot so, longer than I expected. Yeah, so... The meaning of life is you only live once. So fuck it. <laughs> um, so my real answer, that it kind of is built off of that, but also not really, is that you should try something at least once out of your comfort zone. Um, you should experience everything once. I mean, experience failure, experience winning, experience losing experience acceptance experience you know rejection all that stuff and you should always do something wholeheartedly and not half-heartedly 
but it all ties back into you should always experience something once or experience everything at least once or try to where being going to a different a different country where you don't speak the language trying a new food that you never knew that you liked um stuff like that just that's that's it it kind of ties into the whole yellow thing too i know that was semi a joke but it's also live life to the fullest yada 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 in that sense Amen. <laughs> um, was that the only question we have? That was the only question we have. Technically, yeah. I guess I was going to say it was a comment, but it's kind of a question, not really a comment. Um, yeah. Life is strange. It is. Not the game, but the saying, yes, life is strange. And the game. Mm, and the game. Also, I, wanna, <laughs> I also want to give a little quick shout out to my friend, He's living in Tokyo right now, and he has been listening to our podcast every morning, and I think that's really adorable. And Really? And I miss you so much, Shogo, if you're listening. I miss you very much, and I hope that life isn't too hard on you, and I'm always there for you, and I promise you that I'm going to visit you in Tokyo soon. I don't know when, but I don't want to be an empty promiser and promise you nothing, but hey, buddy, just know that I'm listening. And I'm always here for you. And thank you for always listening to the podcast. Oh, my God. My heart. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what to do right now. I'm not confessing to him. I'm just telling him that I love him very much and that I miss him. And I want to thank him oh. for always listening to the podcast. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> you, we always tell each other that we miss each other every day. Sorry if oh. I revealed that secret, Shogo. <laughs> That's so adorable. Thank you. But that's actually, yeah. that's really genuine. I really wanted to express yeah, my love for him. Yeah, I know. That's why my, my heart <laughs> is so full right now. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Elisa. Wow. That was awesome. That, that, well, you know what? We'll end on, we'll end there. We'll end on that high note. Yay. <laughs> All right. So if you, um, if you listen to the podcast and you're listening through Apple, um, go ahead and write us a review. If you haven't yet, we really appreciate it and we'll read it on the podcast. You can ask us any questions um, at contact.downtime.live or just go to the website www.downtime.live. And on the website, we also have a Discord. And on top of that, we have a Twitter and we are on every podcasting platform except for Spotify. Yep. That's true, and uh, it probably won't be a while till we get on there. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to the 73rd episode. Live your life. And tell someone you love them. Yep. I love you, Shogo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good night. Peace.